Listener Production. Mm-mm. Bacon smells nice. Bacon. So does all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. Well, Matt, you need any tomatoes? Uh, what for? <laughs> Anything. I'm not planning on watching you do stand-up soon, so... <laughs> <laughs> Put you in no. the stocks. Um, no, Ian Dyson visiting and brought up. I mean, he packed he packed more tomatoes than clothes <laughs> for a visit. Well, what was the deal? What did he get? <laughs> well, like how much for a dollar? Just, no, he's just got a bumper crop in the garden. Oh, he's so a homegrown. He it all in. It's like when after Mako Kine goes and visits Rainbow Beach, gets a few muddies. Oh, it's yeah. uh, the tomato crop down in Warrnambool. So um, if you need, if anyone needs some, happy to pass them on. But otherwise, happy Friday to you. I'm Alex, that is Matt, and we've got a very big sh- all-day breakfast program for you today. Yeah, some really great mates of ours, Karen Wheatley and Ben Russell, are dropping by. They've uh, got a little game that um, Karen's been playing, running yes. called Wax Quizzical. Yes, it, the podcast of the same name, and I am very much looking forward to this because one of our favourite characters of the last few months here at uh, Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast will be making a return. Um, should we oh, should we say who it is call, now? Please save your complaints, by the way, because I feel like I can already <laughs> feel the... Well, I think some people will be very ho- that, happy to know that the greatest goat of all time <laughs> may be joining us. Like, I, I won't say, we'll say maybe. Maybe. And the only thing that could stop it is the... Um, is the <laughs> It's a firmly written, board. sternly written emails. <laughs> That's <laughs> the only something. thing that can stop it. It's all part of All Day Breakfast. that's coming up. Hope you're well. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, it's been a while since I've DJed, you know. Um, dancing the world. has been banned for a long time. The world um, has cried. New South Wales is bringing it back, so maybe you'll see. DJ Snorlax back at the clubs Uh very soon. But I was reminiscing recently. Some news story made me think about it again because I do recall um, doing a gig at University of New South Wales Roundhouse, right? Up on the decks. Things were pumping. It was sort of a um, second semester start of party thing. So we were were heaving hard, okay? Mm. It's coming to an an apex and I finally hit play. On our Lord and Savior, right? Darude. Out of out of Finland. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going Kiss off. The, ring. the crowd is in a euphoria. I'm jumping around, do a bit of a crowd surf, go to jump back up, pop my elbow out again. Oh, <laughs> my elbow no. absolutely stuck out of its socket. The combination of this incredible song had wedged my ulna in the wrong spot. <laughs> I gotta tell you. I thought that was the biggest disaster caused by a sandstorm um, in the world until yesterday <laughs> because... Oh my God, I was wondering where... <laughs> honestly, I was wondering where the hell you were going with this. Well, so was the driver of a container ship <laughs> who was going up the Suez Canal. A sandstorm literally blew him off course to the point where this relatively narrow canal... When it's a 200,000 ton megaship, it went sideways and it got wedged, blocking one of the world's biggest trade routes and costing economies around the world millions of dollars an hour. And at the time of record, the tugs were still trying to get it out. This is incredible stuff. I mean, I, I the first sort of <clears throat> footage I saw of this is 
references to Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, me too. Right? Because like I was on Twitter, I'm like, why is everyone talking about a ship and Austin Powers in Egypt? Well, that boy Gregory Saladfingers would be very interested in a few of the numbers being done by people who had taken the scene from the first Austin Powers film <laughs> where he's trying to back his little golf buggy back down a corridor and get stuck on both sides. But calling it this ever-given ship, the MV ever-given, uh, which is stuck and apparently um, world trade and oil prices are uh, absolutely going to suffer as a result. It's so weird seeing the pictures of it as well. Like this thing is actually huge. I saw like a picture of a truck next to it and it, and it looks like a micro machine, honestly. <laughs> it's, it's insane. But uh, I mean, the question is, have you ever caused this kind of jam before? Have you ever, have you ever caused a blockage like this, Alex Dyson? <laughs> um, have I ever caused a blockage like this? I mean, it's a dangerous question, but um, <laughs> I do not believe I have. No. What about yourself? Yeah, you know, I really can't think of any time that I've done it. Well, there's only one thing to do. Turn to our audio producer, Chris Marsh, who joins us now. G'day, Marshy. Hi, guys. When have you, when have you <laughs> found someone who's clogged up traffic? Uh, my partner, Josh, caused Melbourne traffic to come to a standstill. Ooh. Uh, his very beloved Barbara the Barina um, <laughs> finally died. <laughs> And chose to die, for anyone who knows Melbourne, on Queens Road, which is two lanes each way but has no emergency lane, not even a footpath. It's just a, <laughs> a fence with a golf club on the other side of it. But oh, there's no. nowhere to push over to the side. And he was actually in the right-hand lane where it, when it stopped oh. <laughs> and oh. in peak hour traffic and I got a panicked phone call of, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so Barbara's lifeless body is sitting in the middle of this road. Yeah. And did could anyone else help? You had to go and rescue. So you I, had to bring out the the tugboat Toyota and yeah, yeah, well, by the up. time I would been in a meeting and missed eight calls and you know <laughs> anyway um, okay, it, by the time I got there the, the tow truck had was an hour and not there yet. And so he'd been sitting there for an hour with his hazards on. So I for a bit of moral support pulled up behind him and put my hazards on. Although I did give him a toot for fun, but that wasn't appreciated. Um, well, the question is, before Josh blocked traffic, did he draw a dick and balls on the road? Because satellite footage of this container ship uh, has shown that prior to entering the Suez Canal, it appears that the uh, the route the ship took is in the shape of, of a, a phallus and two testes. Which Why? is that a coincidence, Marsha? You reckon this this captain has just had one yeah. of the biggest benders? Yeah, we call it BS on the sandstorm, and just <laughs> he's just uh, drawn some shapes in the sea, then gone down the canal and went, "Look at this, boys! We'll drift it a bit <laughs> and not stuck." Imagine trying to drift a two hundred thousand ton container ship down the, the narrow strait. He made a few more than eight phone calls as well. Yeah. Hey, he'd be, <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, "Pick up, pick up, pick up." What do I do? Yeah. yeah. There's no, go around, go around. There's none of that. I well, wonder if he made the radio station traffic report like we did. <laughs> yeah, where's Vic LaRusso? <laughs> Just cruising past on the uh, in the helicopter. Look, so Vic LaRusso from thecarcity.com.au chopper. We've got a 200,000 ton container ship wet diagonally in the Suez Canal. It's going to be a six to eight week wait. <laughs> Towies are being called. <laughs>
Advised to avoid the area, go around the Canary Islands. This week at Harvey Norman, 40% off. <laughs> Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. No, I feel a buzz. Say what you said again, Bron. Said, Matt, were you touching your eyeball before? As in just now, like what I'm doing right now. Yeah, it was really freaking me out. Producer Bron, catching Matt in the act of touching his... No, I wasn't touching my eyeball. Why would I touch my eyeball? It was so close to your eye. Putting a contact lens in or something. I had to touch my lash. Do you know what happened? I got a haircut today Uh and I was wearing my mask, trying to be conscious. Mm. Well, a bunch of restrictions just eased in New South Wales recently. They did get eased, yeah, but I I still like to just, you know, be safer than sorry. But as, as, you know, Leslie, my, my hairdresser, was cutting my hair... It like all this hair fell into my mask, so then I and then I breathed in. I, I was like, <coughs> I got hair in the, my throat, so then I was like, <coughs> and I was trying to cough and blow it out, and then more hair was shooting up out of my mask into my face. So I think I've got hair in my eye. So that's what I was touching. I swear, if you don't mind, and, Bron, <laughs> and Bron, that is where the term giving him the hairy eyeball comes from. <laughs> is that a term? Yeah, the hairy eyeball. You know, oh, the I've never heard that. No, like giving someone greasies. Hey, I'll tell you what. I, I, I wasn't going to bring this up in this in this break, but I think we should do it. I need to find out what the cool kids are saying. <laughs> okay, I honestly, I really, really want to find out. Yeah, what because, are they saying? Yeah, because you know how, like, you remember how Ollie, like Ollie, our friend Ollie Wards said, like, like, like he introduced skucks to me a while yeah. back, which is not a cool word anymore, but it was cool for a while in New Zealand or something. Skucks. Yeah. They're saying send it a bit. Old. <laughs> a prod, prod, prod's disagreeing with me. No. Send it so old, I reckon. <laughs> Send it so well, old. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's what I know. I heard a girl on a, um, on a TV show talk about whether something was controversial or not, and she was like, oh, yeah, that sketch, that was a bit limit. Oh. What do you reckon? Oh. Limit. That's a bit yeah, that's a limit. bit, oh, that's a bit limit. That's on the limits of It's like, yeah, decorum. exactly. Like mm. that's, 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 that's so l- limit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, toxic just... is apparently a big word at the moment. Like, oh, that's toxic, man. Not nah, old as well, I reckon. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. I mean, an eight-year-old was saying it. You tell an eight-year-old that that's old. Yeah, but, yeah, that's true because the eight-year-olds, I think when it hits the eight-year-olds, it's the same as dabbing, you know, because it was in for a bit and then the eight-year-old's doing it at the cricket sort of like when someone hits a six and just everyone, every eight-year-old on the dab. You know what happened? When I was a swim teacher, there was a kid doing freestyle and he was dabbing while putting his hand <laughs> in the water. Oh, my God. So dabbing while doing a freestyle. I love it. Yeah, That's let us know. Good. What are the cool words? What are the, I need to know what all the cool words are. Yeah, we're going to need either a teacher who's overheard this stuff. Oh, yes. Or we're gonna, if you are a 15-year-old listening to this podcast, hit us up. A couple of people have already texted in Alex Dyson with their, their suggestion of what the cool, cool words are. Lily has said, just a vibe. Um, Alex, that's a bit old. Alex says yeet. Yeah, well, what's yeah? What I, what is yeet? <laughs> well, I feel well, Bron. What do you feel about yeet? So old as well. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm looking at like I don't want to judge the listeners, but these are here. all old. <laughs> what the hell? Yeet is cool? from a vine, and vine is so old. Yeah, that's wow. that's true. They did make a resurgence relatively recently, but Garyon. Yeah. Garion said all G. So you go, it's all G, man. But that's that feels, you know. 
We need some update. Cassie's got Cassie's got one. Okay, so hers is throwing up uh, throwing up a peace sign to say goodbye, and you say deuces. Oh, so like two? You're holding up two fingers, and it's yeah. deuces. Deuces. I, I, mean, I can imagine that being a thing. Like, I'm sure. Anyway, I'm sure the, the peace sign was with the hippies in the '60s, though. No, so this they, is way did old. they say deuces? No. Did they go? Anyways, I'm just gonna go uh, drop by the cafe soon, but I'll see you back at home. Okay, deuces. That works. <laughs> Bron, that we work? need you to tell us. <laughs> that feels. I don't know. Not even old, Not, just weird. It's just weird. Well, okay. we need some more help. Dean from Perth, can you help us out? What are the, what are the cool kids saying at the moment? All right, so I've got a strange one here. Cap, no cap, and bet. Well, there's three ones rolling around at the moment. They all mean the same thing? No, nah, they're all different. So okay. I was listening to my younger brother talk with his mates after a night out, and they were like, oh, did you go back to her house at the end of the night? And he goes, no, no, I didn't, I didn't. And he goes, his mate turns around and goes, that's cap. That is cap. What, what, is, what, is, that, what is, what is that supposed to mean? It just means there's a bit of mayo and he's lying. All right, as in that's he's, cap, that's not true? Yeah, that's not true. And then oh, okay. He, then my brother turns around and goes, no, no, no cap. So no he's cap. not lying. There's no mayo. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then he shows his messages saying mm. he's not gone out of you didn't end up going to her house. And then he's like, all right, bet, as in sure thing. Bet. Okay, you just say bet. Yeah. Not, you don't say you want to bet. You just say bet. You say, all right, bet. Okay, <laughs> do we know where cap and no cap came from? Like, so lying and not lying, because like, I'm thinking like Matt O'Kind currently is wearing a cap. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's covering his lack of hair in that it's lying. So essentially, I'm lying about yeah. who I am and, and then, what I look like. And then no cap, the truth is exposed. Is the truth, the, truth <laughs> is the bare, brutal, absolute well, honesty of my shiny forehead. Yeah, that's I'm a good, good, great work, Alex. Well, Thanks, I, don't know how, I don't know what else cap means. What Can you tell us? Cap, no cap, bro. I've got no idea where it come from, but I think we've just found out where it's come from. Can we can we talk can we talk to your younger brother and ask what's going on? Is that lame if we do that? <laughs> I'm at work at the moment, but I can't. Okay. But All right, we'll see who, we'll to... see if we can hook it up for next week. Try and get a convo going on. Uh, thanks so much, Dean. We'll catch you later. No worries, cheers, mate. Now we are a diligent gentlemen. We want to do our research, okay? And um, who better, Matt O'Kine, to tell us all the cool hip new phrases than the listener and Matt and Alex podcast work experience person extraordinaire, Nicola. Hello, Nikki. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me back. It's great to be here. No, look, we we need to we need to stay relevant. <laughs> uh, I just thought uh, that's that's really the, the truth here. So, what what can we say to to be up there? All right, I got eats, eats, eats. It's like an abbreviated sweet, like oh, eatswa. Oh, yeah, no, I come across eatswa, eatswa. Yeah, oh, so you take the, the S and W off yeah. sweets. And put it on the end. Yeah, so it's eat soir. Yeah, definitely. Eat soir or eats. Yeah. Sort of pig Latin vibes. Yep, cool. Uh, we got clutch. Like, that's so clutch. Yeah, Ooh, I can see that being yeah, adapted that from works. things like basketball into, you know, common kids' vernacular. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we got period t- t- with like a hard T. And that's period. just like period. T- and it's just like, that's on period. T- it's like an emphatic, like. Period. What? 
It's like period, but with a t. So it's like, like when you I make still a don't big know what statement. the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I literally still don't get it. It's period, period with a d, but then with a hard t. <laughs> no, but like not a but. It's not like the bodily function period. It's like yeah, America. Yeah, cool. So it's like full period. Stop. Yeah, it's like full stop period, but with like a t to make it even more sort of like. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Who's saying this? It's when you need, yeah, you need to up the period. It's like period. <laughs> so, you're like, period. Yeah. so you're like, nah, that guy's whack. Period. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we'll stick to our uh, cup of teas uh, as the old gentleman we are when it comes to that uh, use. But, Nikki, oh, thank you so much. Limit. That's Thanks, guys. <laughs> That's for coming up clutch <laughs> in the for end for us. <laughs> and we'll catch, we'll Thanks, catch you soon. Thank you. See you guys. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Yes, mate, kind it is time right now to welcome a gentleman to the studio who we happen to uh, not only share the airways with, but I shared a house with for a little while as well. Uh, great friend of All Day Breakfast, Mr. Kyron Wheatley. Hello. Hello. Good to be with you. Hello, Matt. I shared a beach barbecue with Kyron. That was the last time we we were probably together in person. Oh, Just stunning. Margaret River. S- Margaret River, beaches, crystal clear waters, just eating fine wine food. Was Nigella there that year? No, it was, uh, was it David? David Chang, David that's Chang right. David Chang come out. It was frying chicken on a barbecue in Ooh. shallow water. Wait, you put the barbecue sky. in the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, his, his feet was in the ocean was kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, some very crispy chicken. Anyway, we were living the life. <laughs> Absolutely. We were, living, we were living a life very far away from Alex's big bag of homegrown tomatoes, that's for sure. <laughs> Got very burnt um, that day. I was like the chicken myself. You, yeah, you did look. Yeah. yeah but uh, good times. Well, Kyron, the last time we hung out was this morning. Yeah, um, <laughs> because we've been doing our darndest to open a comedy club in a pandemic. How how's it been from your perspective? Because I've been, you know, on here, you know, in some would say informing, others would say whinging about mm. the process. Uh, what about yourself? Uh, yeah, well, it's it's an interesting time to be opening a place of assembly. Um, <laughs> That's our band assembling. Uh, <laughs> so it's been different, but it's good to be back. It's it's like the comedy festival started yesterday. It is thrilling to have people walking around the streets of Melbourne. Uh, some of them comedians. Not Matt this time, I notice. Nah, I've could be I've, bothered, mate. S- nah, I've semi-retired. I've, I've oh, already said it. I I've figured dec- you didn't I'm have time to write a show or something. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. Now, um, this is a choice, a career move. I'm yeah. doing the Farnham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, what do you guys got going on with Wax, Qu- Wax Quizzical? All right, so you're not the only podcast on the internet, all right, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> there are others. Uh, I host one called Wax Quizzical. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a quiz show uh, that uh, we get a guest on each week. Do the quiz from the weekend paper. It's too difficult just for one person, mm. so we get a brains trust mm. on uh, each week to assist, uh, hopefully, in answering some of the questions. So I thought, I thought, would you like to play, Alex? I would certainly like to play. It would be an honour to be a contestant on Wax Quizzical. Um, oh. It is happening live uh, this weekend, in the next couple of weekends, uh, at the time of recording. And so, yeah, 
give us a little bit of an example of that. But to uh, before we get into that, oh, I don't want to, okay, sure. you know, we don't want to just plug your podcast. Oh, yeah. We also want to say hello to an incredible comedian who's joining us now and podcaster. Oh, so there's the, more than two podcasts on the internet. Where, <laughs> this is, where, there's a third podcast out there. Yeah, oh it's word. called The Grub. And uh, one of the hosts is Ben Russell, who joins us right now. Hello, Ben. Hello, and thank you. And I cannot believe you aren't a listener, Kyron. <laughs> so, no, Kyron, honestly, you'll be yeah. so surprised. No, not only is there more than two podcasts, but the yeah. third podcast that exists is also hosted by a 30-something-year-old male. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I mean... It, very what? unique. <laughs> it is. Well, because I, I knew as a white man I was required to have five. <laughs> <laughs> that um, is on the citizenship yes. test. Yeah. Uh, but, Ben, The Grub, you've got a couple of co-hosts on that as well. Yes. Uh, Greg Larson and Anne Edmonds. Oh, uh, and it is a sketch. It's a more of a sketch podcast. We mm. actually, uh, we actually kind of, you know, edit and put in sound effects and things like that mm. to it. Um, wow. Who has the time? We don't. We don't have the time. That's part of the problem. <laughs> Who knew that this would be way too much work to do as a weekly podcast? <laughs> well, um, Greg Glasser, Ed Edmonds, incredibly funny people. And uh, thank you for t- popping by and telling us about it. Unfortunately, we have run out of time to, you know, talk about the grub, Ben. So we're course. just going to have to let you go because, Kyron, what you were talking about was wax quizzical. And you're yeah, about yeah. to give us a bit of an example of what happens on that podcast. Yeah. I, and I've, I've actually, I'm glad we're playing because I brought a brain's trust with me today. So um, I'm going to do the Saturday paper quiz with you. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, you'll be assisted by the Brains Trust. But there's not, there's kind of not enough room in this studio for Matt and Ben as well. True. Oh. So we'll say goodbye to, to you, leave? Matt. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, there's, there's someone out the front of the, the studio. Yeah, if you could just duck out and let them in for Should me. Should I bring them great. in? Okay, yes. Yeah, so yeah, I've, okay. I've already left. Just <laughs> okay, yeah, there we go. Hey, uh, you, guys hey, come in, you can come in now. <laughs> what? What? Me, man? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. So the first, yeah. the first uh, member of the Brains Trust to assist us in the quiz today, Alex, mm-hmm. is the director of the Society of Chodes. Um, it's a big hello to Mr. Stephen Manley. Hello, it's me, Steve Manley, the director to the Society of Chodes. Just a quick heads up, we have changed our name to the Australian Society of Chodes, not to be confused with the Chode Society of Australia. They are a different... <laughs> Chode organization, right. yep. and uh, they're bad people. You want to stay away from them. A remarkable effort to become the president of the society. Well, of it's director. Well it's director. Oh, sorry, director. You know, thank you very much. It's very nice to. <laughs> what be. was the competition? Welcome, welcome, Stephen. All right, we're going <laughs> to introduce our our other guest, I think, because this braids t- right. trust is quite wide and broad, and uh, the second <laughs> the second oh, member, uh, Kyron, is, who's going to be helping me try and answer these questions. Yes, of course. I'd like to welcome him now. <clears throat> what does he go by? <laughs> it's the great. <laughs> It's the greatest goat the of all time. Goat man. The the goat of goats who was introduced to this podcast. Of course, breakfast. Sorry, I can see him. I can see him there now. He's I'm the just... goat goat man. I'm the greatest goat of all time, man. What does it take to become the greatest goat of all time? The biggest goatee. <laughs> so it's a length yeah, thing. Yeah, man. That's interesting because it's a yeah, length thing for the director of the society of shows as well. Two, we've got things in common. <laughs> Already. Or the lack thereof. Well, you know, it's still length or the absence of length. You know, similar things, the yin and the yang, you know. Do you want to do a quiz, Alex? Let's please, please, let's do it. Let's do do this, man. (laughs) Question number one. St. Patrick is said to have rid Ireland of what? St. Patrick is said to have rid Ireland of what? It wasn't, was it goats? Goat. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's my answer, man, goats. 
I know no Irish goats, man. <laughs> I, only know the, I only know my brothers from uh, Jamaica, man. Um, uh, I Okay, goats is one suggestion, Stephen. I director believe you of... say St. Patrick. I believe it was leprechauns. Leprechauns, was it? Read Aye. them. Read them. I mean, I obviously. Chodes. Well, you know, that. funny you say that because... Uh, I have been called the leprechaun as a nickname uh, from some past partners. <laughs> and, uh, let um, me tell you, I am not a short man <laughs> in, in tallness, in no. terms of my body. It's the only thing that's short and uh, quite uh, fat is uh, the short, of course. Right, and there's options. a pot of gold. Um, can I go Aye. in snakes? You can lock. You can go your own way if you want. Lock yeah, in is snakes. that okay? Yeah, happy to lock in snakes. Question number well, two. We want, um, oh, we, we don't get the answer, man. No, at you get end. it at the end. Oh, okay. I don't know the answers yet. Okay, man. here we go. This is a this is a trickier one. Question number two. Venice's international airport is named after which 13th century explorer? Internet. Internet Explorer, man. You think it's called Internet Explorer <laughs> yeah, Internationally? Yeah, Airport. the Internet Explorer, man. The Venetian um, Internet Explorer <laughs> International Airport. Yeah. It's quite a mouthful. Yeah, man, the Internet Explorer International That's, Airport, is man. That, is that the browser that you use on the internet? I'm a Netscape, man. Netscape, <laughs> it's not really the greatest browser of all time, is it? I would have thought that the... Joke's on you, I can't use the internet, I got... I got hooves. He's man. got hooves, aye. It was a trick, and you just <laughs> fell right into it, Kyron. Have you ha, ever been ha. to Venice, Stephen Manley? Uh, no. Uh, they they have a very bad policy on children. <laughs> on children, people they stopped me. I tried to go in. I went. I was like, get me on a gondola. Yeah. I'm surprised that you'd want to go on a gondola, Stephen. Given that you know its method of transport is a, is a very long stick. Well, you know, you can't live life in fear, because as they say. A life that is lived in fear yes. is maybe not such a good idea as a life not <laughs> well, lived. They do say that, don't they? You um, could live and love. And hey, laugh. man. Sorry, I just need to know, man. I've my 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 taxi is waiting out the front. Uh, how long? How many more questions have we got, man? <laughs> we'll get the final question. The final question. You just lock something in for Venice. In. What do you want? Oh, There's a famous Archimedes explorer. or there something? There is a famous explorer from Venice. Yeah. Archimedes is yeah. the dude that found out that things float. Wasn't he? John Locke in Archimedes. Sure, mm, that sounds like, fantasy. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Question I three. I just say that. <laughs> a short one. Who wrote Wuthering Heights? Did you ever read that at school, Alex? Kate oh, Bush. Kate oh, Bush, man. that's what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> I think they're talking about the book. I love A. Bush, yeah. I'm a big fan of the grass, man. Yeah, anything plant-based, I like that. Do you get down to Kate Bush? If that's a metaphor, the answer is yes. <laughs> if, it's, if it's not? <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, do I get down? I don't mind it. You know, I don't mind it. A bit, bit of, of a bush. dance? Aye, I love a wee boogie. If that's my metaphor, I don't want to. <gasps> I don't know. <laughs> it it is back. a metaphor. That's back. Um, how did we Matt, go? How are you fitting in here? <laughs> what the hell? There was a goat in here, Where's man. Where's the goat gone? Oh, his, his taxi was waiting. Yeah. Oh, sorry, man. Bye-bye, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we see how you did? Yes, that let's have a look. That is cool. Question number one. St. Patrick is said to have rid Ireland of what? You said snakes, and the answer was snakes. Yes. Snakes. Oh. 
Question two, was Venice's international airport is named after which 13th century explorer? You said Archimedes, and the answer was Marco Polo. Sorry there. Oh, fish out of water. Fish out of water, Question man. three Yeah, was, you got there. Who wrote well. Wuthering Heights? You said Kate Bush, but it was Emily Bronte, one out of three. Emily Bronte. Damn it. Good All right. Well, I did not realise that that song was a cover. Well, Stephen Manley, thank you very much for being here. If you could let Ben back well, on your way out. Do not okay. judge a book by its cover, uh, Stephen, but thank you very much for coming in and we do not judge you by your uh That's all I ask. Particular... And just be aware of chords. They're hard to see, but they got feelings. They're quite um, sensitive, actually. Sorry, no, okay. I'll get out. I'll leave. Get your hands off me! <laughs> Greatest goat of all time. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. And Kyron Wheatley, an absolute pleasure of coming in. Thank you for playing Wax Quizzical. Um, the good pleasure. news is, you know, because that sort of did seem to go quite long, uh, the good news <laughs> is that Wax Quizzical has 10 questions. Mm. Yeah. Which... <laughs> yeah. So we really get to explore the meaning of chodes across a longer time. And live at Comedy Republic. Have you heard of that, Alex? Oh, so awesome. We have. That's exciting. you got yeah. some cool guests who are going to be dropping by for that one. Who have we managed to oh, wrangle on board? Who have we got? Michael Hing uh, is coming on. Zan Rowe is going to come on. And other cool. people hey. I know from Triple J. <laughs> 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 Just, I'd have to uh... open the old contacts in the phone. <laughs> That's it. Well, Kyron, pleasure to hang out with you on air once again. Ben Russell, thank you so much. Thank and, you. And uh, Matt O'Kine. We've got a we've got more of a show to do. We've got some leftovers to get into. Let's do it. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Well, it's Friday afternoon, Alex Dyson, and it's the uh, time I like to uh, peek inside the old refrigerator system and see what some of our leftovers look like. Got to tell you, some pretty good text coming in here via our Matt and Alex Instagram map. Someone texted in and said, has Matt opened a vineyard? And they've just posted a photo of a wine and the brand is Full Crumb. <laughs> so thank you for that. No, Fulcrum. The, like the middle of a of a lever. That's, that's I don't the think that's what they meant. <laughs> thank you. Hey. When was the best it got? Adam Patasani said, uh, Dice's gaming story reminded me when I was at uni. Living on residence, used to have a Mario Party party, 50 turns. (laughs) So we were playing till the wee hours. Party pies, chicken nuggets, fairy bread, no care in the world unless someone stole your star. Good times. Another person on on the flip side said, talking about the best time in your life, I was four and sitting on the swings at kindy. I just remember sitting there thinking, I have to go to school next year and it's all downhill from here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was spot on. But imagine being that much of a nihilist at four. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tristo said, what a serious little kid. Well, you're not wrong, Tristo. Um, That reminds me of uni, though. Sleep in. Because Breakfast Radio absolutely ruined my sleep-ins in that I wake up at seven now or something, no matter what. Um, but universities, I could I could go with the best of them. Woke up at 12, 15, like, oh, that lunch starts in 15 minutes, straight down sausage rolls. I mean, you, there's, you cannot <laughs> well, it doesn't beat get that. Better. It does not get better. And Nikki, the responsibility about- you have, which is to do the readings for my creative arts degree, you just go, nah. <laughs> <laughs> that was as upset as I got about it. <clears throat> Nikki, what about you? Best time in your life? I'd say uh, right about now, boys. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Get it. No, that's it. Mic off, please. That's this, is, this is the height. This is it. We, hey, Nikki, I'll tell you straight up. We cannot get you a permanent job. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> say whatever you want. 
I have no power in this company, all right? None at all. Well, let's get in. (laughs) Speaking of when the best it's got, let's bring in Matt from Newcastle. Tell us all about it, Matt. Gents, how are we? Living the dream. Good, thanks, mate. Um, When's the best it got? Oh, the best it got. Well, it was kind of the worst it got. The story I was going to tell you is about the old Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh no! What, what, what Why? What, what level are you? I just I just got to level two fifty, mate. What are you on, mate? Um, you're uh, a couple of levels lower than me. Let's just put it that way. All right. Uh, no so problem. the commitment might be down. Um. I, I saw. I saw. I was saving my game yesterday. I said I said I played sixty hours of the thing. I'm like, Jesus. What's that? Yeah. Three straight days, no sleep. <laughs> I may or may not have stayed up a couple of nights. Called in sick to work. Um, then proceeded to just play it the whole next day. Then I called in sick to work on a Friday and was late to work another day and I kind of got fired because of it. <laughs> you kind of got fired or you got fired? Got fired, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. Because you just got stuck on the Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, it was the best it got. Yeah, it was, it was, it was okay, I would say. It wasn't too bad. I know. Oh, getting fired over an okay Wait. game doesn't sound very good, mate. It is what it is, boys. You know, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Well, the axe, they're Vikings in this particular yeah. game. But um, thank you very much for that one, <laughs> Thanks, Matt, Matt from Newcastle. We'll All catch right. you later. Pack her up, boys. Have a good <laughs> well, you do not need to tell us twice because this show has absolutely... <laughs> Blown out. Oh my god. Into it. Please, we beg you to come back on Monday, like we <laughs> promised. We'll have a sleep. We'll get some good food in and we'll come back. Or um, we can get work experience uh, girl Nikki a job in that we'll be out and she'll be in. Uh, I think that's where we're at currently, Matt O'Kind. All right, great. Well, we've got nothing to leave you with but the promise of a brighter future. <laughs> I'll have we'll to play Assassin's Creed. Bye bye. <laughs> Goodbye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.